Welcome to Live and Love Your Brand, a podcast to support you in sharing your message and mission with the world. I'm your host, Emma Lovell. I'm lovely by name, lovely by nature. I'm a personal branding specialist with a mission to support female entrepreneurs to live and love their brand. I've been running my business, Lovely Communications, for more than 12 years, and I can hand on heart say that my success has come from the strength of my personal brand. I believe in the power of owning and sharing our story. I want to help you own your story, shop consistently, and really put yourself out there. So here on the podcast, you'll find helpful tips, practical exercises, and joyful discussions that will inspire you to reconnect with your brand and communicate it more effectively. I'll be joined by incredible experts to discuss how personal branding can have a huge impact on your business and on your life. I'd love to hear from you, so please make sure to connect over on social media. You can find me on Instagram at lovelycoms, that's L-O-V-E-L-L-Y, double the L means double the Y, Facebook, Lovely Communications, and you can join in the conversation in our lovely community, the Live and Love Your Brand Facebook group. Of course, make sure to come back weekly as each new episode drops. I can't wait to share with you how to gain clarity, build confidence, and increase connections all by sharing your unique personal brand with the world. Hello, I am so excited to introduce our guest this week, Amy Bett, a business coach and host of The Choice with Amy Bett podcast to share how money mindset could be holding you back from showing up and sharing your brand. Amy and I met through Business Chicks Business Club and I love how generous and supportive she is of her clients and her audience. I also had the pleasure of joining Amy on her podcast to discuss the impact of personal branding. And I just had to have her here to talk about this important topic of mindset around money, especially for women in business. Did you know that your mindset could be having an impact on your business and your relationship with money? Amy is obsessed with teaching female service-based businesses, business owners all over Australia, how to manage their money, master their mindset and scale their income online. Amy lives in in Victoria in a beautiful coastal town with her husband, her three daughters, and their border collie, Frankie. And a fun fact, Amy can get lost for hours watching replays of The Voice. It gives her instant happy tears and all the feels. (laughs) I love getting to know a little bit more about our wonderful guests. So let's jump in. Here's some of Amy's awesome money mastery tips that you need to transform your business and your life. Lovely Communications is based on the Gold Coast and recognises Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples as the first peoples of this place, now known as Australia. We are grateful for the continuing care of the lands, waterways and skies where we work, live, listen, learn and play. From here on your Gumbay country and from wherever you are listening, we respect the Elders past, present and emerging. Welcome to the Live and Love Your Brand podcast, Amy. Emma, thank you so much for having me on the show. I feel very privileged. I'm excited because I was on your podcast and it was so much fun having a conversation and then now I've launched my podcast. So, of course, you were like one of the first guests I emailed actually. Oh, thank you so much. And you were the best guest. I had so much great feedback from your episode. Honestly, I'm still getting great feedback. It's it's beautiful. It's such it's so nice to be able to get to you know talk to new audiences and and they're obviously loyal listeners because I have been getting messages as well, which is really beautiful. So we need to know though, who are you in your words, and how do we know each other? 
Yeah, awesome. So as you said, my name's Amy. I am a business coach and I also have a podcast, as you just said, it's called The Choice with Amy Baird. And I now work with women around Australia, manage their money, master their mindset. And I've got a special interest now to help women to stop trading so much time for money. So through group programs and digital products, I've been creating them for myself in the last little while. And I see the power of making money when you're sleeping. Um, and mm-hmm. I know for me, I was at capacity in my business. And so I feel a lot more free now. And I'm so excited to help women to be able to do that as well. I with the it. choice, um, I'm so grateful that I get to connect with incredible people like yourself and other experts to be able to share that knowledge in women with established female business owners who I really love to serve. And I do a mix of guest episodes, uh, sorry, I do a mix of my own episodes as well, solo episodes, but outside of the business stuff, I'm a mom of three. I've got three beautiful girls. One is about to go into high school and she absolutely <laughs> terrifies me, to be honest. She's got boobs and a period and she's into boys <laughs> and it just like, oh my goodness, like, oh yeah, I don't even know where to start with that. Um, but I also have a four-year-old and a little baby Lenny who is one. So I've got my hands full with kids and what am I into? I'm into travel. So next year I'm traveling a lot with a mastermind that I'm a part of. And so that feels so exciting to me because I feel like we've all been stripped of travel for so long. And I really realized how much I love travel like yourself, Em, like you've got a travel podcast and (laughs) just as passionate. So that's what I'm looking forward to at the moment in my life. And it's something that we chatted about off offline or off air, you know, is that having something to look forward to. And I remember I had recently, I had a conference booked in October in Tasmania. I had a conference booked in November in Sunshine Coast um, and a conference. Oh, no, sorry, it was in September, got moved to November. And then I had a, a wedding that was meant to be in Perth in November. And one by one, they got moved or cancelled. And when the final one, which was the wedding in Perth, got, I got told it was going to be moved to the following year, which so not cancelled, but, you know, not this year. I was like, okay, well, that was the last thing I had to look forward to. And in my mind, I was like, now there's nothing to look forward to. And it was like, which is not true. I've got, you know, I have a beautiful baby boy. I love spending time with him. And it was a horrible straight up afterwards. I was like, I love, I like my life. I like, but having something to anticipate and something to work towards and something like that, it's a different space. And it, it's really, it really messes with your mind, doesn't it? It does. Travel is so expanding. It's, you know, that opportunity where you get to get out of your current lifestyle and experience something that's totally different to what you know. And so when that was taken away, I guess that's, yeah, it it was different. And obviously first world problems because we're so grateful for every and lucky for everything that we have in our life. But I think it was a real perspective shift to show us how lucky we are. And I guess the opportunities that we get to have and how important it is. But that's, you know, it's something that you talk about and having these goals and in work we have, we have to, we want to work towards something and we have, you know, and one of, we also have personal goals and those personal goals are, you know, to go and to have travel or to, you know, even to have a break. Like that's what it, it there's a lot more tied to it than just going on a holiday. Uh, and also, you know, for both you and I, travel is part of our work. Travel is part of the way we connect. Travel is part of the way we network. It's how we gain work as well. So having that removed, um, and though virtual has been amazing and there's been some incredible opportunities to network. I mean, we met through Business Chicks Business Club, which is 
you know, we, we only online, we haven't met each other in person. I can't wait to hug you one day, but you know, but so it's been great, but it's just, it isn't the same as being able to go into a room or go to a new place and have that openness and yeah, just have, and also just having something to look forward to. (laughs) Yeah, I completely agree. I'm an extrovert. So I actually thrive on other people's energies and I do get a part of that from a zoom conversation. And I've, you know, been very energized by the conversation that we've already had prior to recording, but I do really need to be surrounded by people as well. So I'm so excited for what 2020 is hopefully going to bring us. And that is people and connection. Oh man, I just feel like there's going to be, there's just going to be so many outings and events and, and all those sorts of things. But tell me, you know, you said a little bit about it, but how did you get into the coaching and focusing on, on money and, and mindset? Yeah. So I actually started coaching from a rock bottom, really, or from, I started getting inspired to start coaching when I went through a rock bottom. So I used to work in corporate events for the Cotton On Group organizing charity fund runs around Australia. And it was, it was a dream job, really. It was so much fun and energized. And I met my husband at the Cotton On Group as well, but it wasn't until 2016 and he had a brain injury right as I was about to go on maternity leave. Oh. He had to finish his corporate role and it meant that I wanted, I wanted to go on maternity leave. I wanted to be able to take care of our baby that we were going to have no income. Mm. And so that was a stressful point there. But then as a problem solver, I decided, you know what, I've got all of this experience in events and I've got great connections in our community. I'm going to organise my or start my first corporate events business here in Geelong. And it took off really quickly, Em. I secured most of the big events in our community. I was organising, like, the Country Road Group Christmas Party and, you know, wow. for Officeworks as well. They were up in Melbourne. But I was also organising fun runs here and gala balls and wellness festivals. And from an external point of view, it looked really glamorous. Mm. And it was to a point. But I was drowning on the inside. I was yeah overwhelmed by my finances I had a team of people working for me and whilst I was always able to pay them and never ever late I would have big amounts coming to my bank account of money and then maybe for a month or two months they there would be nothing coming in so as a service-based business owner you know there are peaks and troughs of your income because people might pay a big large invoice which covers them for say three or four months and so managing that inconsistency of cash flow was really getting to me and also business operations I came from a global corporate retailer that had every resource under the sun given to me I had graphics teams and you know everyone available to my at my service to then really bootstrapping it and trying to deliver that same quality to my clients without those same budgets. So I was really struggling and it wasn't until I really started to reach burnout that I went started my own personal development journey of learning, okay, God, I need to do this better. First, it started with my health. I actually started studying with the IIN, which is the Institute of Integrative Nutrition, to learn how to take care of myself from a holistic point of view. Mm. And that is like mind, body, spirit, nutrition, exercise because I was just constantly burning out. I was working too hard and not taking care of myself. But then from there, when I knew that I still wanted to work for myself, I wanted to have a business, necessarily not in corporate events anymore. I knew I wanted to shift. I was like, if I'm going to start a new business, I need to learn how to do it properly. And so I really started studying with Marie Folio in her B school and lots of different (laughs) business courses like that. 
until I felt really confident. And that's when I went out into my own business. And then I just naturally started coaching people. And then I was like, oh, goodness, I really feel like there's something here with me teaching other women how to manage their finances in business. Mm. Um particularly. So I'm now a Profit First professional. I've teamed up with the Profit First Australia group to teach women how to really manage their finances, because I feel like that's the foundations of your business. When you know how to manage your money, it takes away so much stress from your business. Um, But obviously it's so important to have money mindset as well, because we don't go far unless we've really got the mindset of taking you there. Yes, yes. I actually have on my wall, it's safe for me to earn more. Uh, that was something that I got from, um, yeah, I was listening to something and it was like, yes, it's like loud, like saying it's okay. And I have, you know, I'm going to have to talk to you another time, but I have this one, like, it's funny where, and it's actually came up in, Bhutan, in Bhutanese culture where it's they, they say they have enough and it's like when I have enough, then I can help others. And so it's like not this... Um, excess and opulence and there would be some people who are exception to that but like mostly it's like I'm good I got a house I got things I'm okay and I think in some ways I have that where it's like cool I've got enough to cover this this and this or I wanted this and I've covered that so yay but then it's like but what if I want to go to the next level there's a there's like a something there but it's like oh but I've got I'm okay I've got enough so why do I need more but well, if I want to do more, well, I need more. So, yeah, it's interesting. Anyway, I'll have to. There exactly. we go. We've, everyone's got something. No, and I want to quickly comment on that because I feel like people almost feel guilty of wanting more. Um, they're like, what are people going to think of me if I want more? Like, you know, look at my life. It's already great. But I love that quote, people with money do great things. And, mm. I mean, look at a lot of the charities in the world. Rich people, people with money fund most of those charities. Our charities would be so much worse off if they didn't have people with money to actually be able to give and and to take care of a lot of things in the world so it's not a bad thing we just have to feel comfortable with our desires that our desires are meant for us and that we can think big I love it. Yep. Okay. We, so we've got a lot of work to do. I love the Profit First. It's actually on my list. I've got, um, I'm an audible girl myself. Um, Profit First is on my list. I've been hearing really good things about it. And I love that because, yeah, sometimes, um, you know, you do you get all this money. And I know that's probably what you were experiencing too in that business. You get all this money, you get a huge amount of money, you're like, woo, money. But then you're going to pay all the suppliers and everything, or you pay all your bills and da da da. And then what's left for Amy? <laughs> what's left for Emma? <laughs> like, you know, or, or, or there's that thing of like, oh, I have some more money. I better get rid of it. <laughs> and that's what I would do. I'd be like, oh, shiny thing or flights to America. I'm going to go and just, and not allowing, oh, I was listening to something the other day. It was like, yeah, not allowing yourself to be comfortable with having some money sitting there. And that would be the profit bit, you know. It's like, well, if I've got profit, then I'm going to spend it. It's like, no, 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 no. (laughs) Definitely. And where um, business owners go wrong and don't feel guilty about this because everybody has started here. I was there, um, you know, until only a year or so ago, but we have one business bank account. And Mm. so all of our money pulls into this one account, right? And so when there's a lot of money, you feel rich and you go and splash all of your money everywhere and you spend more frivolously. But then when there's not a lot of money in there, we panic and we, you know, we get really resourceful. Um, But it's not that we can't spend money because we should be spending money, but we just need to be making decisions 
that are going to help us in our business. And so what Profit First does is it actually splits your money into various bank accounts so that you can Mm. open your bank accounts and know exactly where you're at at any time. And so, you know, when a big amount of money comes in, you can spend the money that's in the account for investing into programs or retreats or, you know, your operating expenses, but you're not spending a tax or you're not spending your money and your profit. So everything is separated so that you feel in control and empowered by your finances. And that is the real beauty of it. It's taking it away from that one lump sum where you feel you just, you just don't have the knowledge of where you're actually at. Yeah. And that was such a, like, um, we refinanced our house last year. And so, by the way, I'm obviously just using this podcast as personal finance advice, but no, um, I, we had, you know, we were working with this, um, mortgage specialist and financial advisor. And it was that misconception that was like, my husband and I just, we had so many accounts and things were flying around. And it was like, I was like, we were like, we've got too many accounts. We've got too many accounts. We need to consolidate it all. We need to, you know, just do this. And she was like, actually having your multiple accounts, that's okay. And you actually shouldn't be, this was her advice, like shouldn't be with one bank and have all of your things in the one bank. Or if you do, you should have different accounts within that one bank. And so we were like, oh, we're not doing, it's not wrong, but, but the system wasn't there and the understanding of where the money went or when it went, that wasn't there. And so I feel very proud that I have, I have a, a tax and GST separate account. So yay. Yay. That is awesome. And you're right. It's just giving every dollar a job and having goals for the account. So what is the purpose for that money and what accounts does it need to sit in to satisfy that purpose? And it's so funny because managing your money and money mindset is actually all so connected because when you've set your goals and you've got your account set up for it, the money just seems to come in Mm -hmm. for those accounts to fill the accounts, to create the abundance to get to those goals. So it's, it, they go hand in hand. And isn't it funny? Like it, you know, you do have to keep setting these goals and even if they're little small goals. And I recently, my working with my VA, one of my tasks was to make me a little spending vision board because I had these things that I wanted and I do it as I call like a reward thing. So you don't want to just keep working, working, working and not get to see anything for it. And so there were a couple of things that I, I would really like and they were, you know, sort of like earrings and some swimming costumes and things like that. And it's like, do I really need those right now? I really would like them and, and they're things that I'm happy to, you know, put money towards. But, you know, to make it kind of a goal thing, it was like, well, when I get the next client, I'm allowed to buy those earrings. And so we made this sort of vision board for it. Uh, and it's really fun. And, and then it's, and it's this like tangible amount that I'm working towards this. And that's where travel, we're going back to that. Travel has helped me so much because I always, because I love travel so much and I want to enjoy that experience. It, it's like, oh, should I be spending that money in this more personal finances? But do I want to be spending money on that when actually that means, that could mean, you know, an amazing night in a hotel in another place in the world? Or should I be spending money on this thing when actually that's, a, you know, a day of activities in, in, you know, Croatia or something, you know? So when I put like numbers around it and when you said like that, when you put the goal out there, like I decided to buy an investment property a few years ago and I went to the mortgage broker and I was like, what is the amount I need in my bank account? Like, tell me with all, you know, if I get all the loans and I get all this and I get all that cash money, highlight it what do I need in the bank account I need a number and when I had that it was like cool bang work towards it and in six months I saved up that deposit because I had a goal and then what was really hard though after that though 
and this is probably the hard, this is where the profit first I think would be really great is that once that was done, I actually didn't know how to save again. Like it was like, you know, you're just making money to live, of course, and, and to pay off the mortgage, but that's not very an inspiring goal really <laughs> just no. cool, 30 years of paying off a house Woo! <laughs> exactly know. so what you can do there is set up multiple goal accounts so for example I've got a holiday travel fund I've got an investment fund to grow my investment portfolio I have um, like a Geelong college fund for my daughter to go to private college mm-hmm. and so when you've got those different goal accounts it's not just like um, you know, lifestyle in one account, actually name your accounts for what you're working towards and what really lights you up. I know with our holiday account, when we really wanted to go to Sri Lanka as a family a couple of years ago, I actually named the account Sri Lanka. And so then I know, as you said before, you it's easy to make decisions about, you know, if I'm going to spend that, that will take away from the holiday. You're exactly right because when you have these accounts set up and you're managing, you're actively managing your money, like once a month or every fortnight, you're doing your transfers into your different accounts. It's very easy to be like, okay, I could put that money there or I could put it there in my holiday account, what I care about Mm. so much more. So it's actually just really getting you to understand your finances, where your money's going. And it helps you to really align with your values and spend towards things that you actually really care about and you actually want to achieve because it's really easy just to go down the street and buy coffee and a dress on your lunch break, which yeah. you're probably going to do tomorrow. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. But, you know, you then when you are managing your money in this way, you've got more choices because you are empowered. You understand where you're at and what you're compromising. Yes, I love that. And so you've obviously come to, like, you've done a lot of work and amazing, you know, space, you know, created space for yourself. But with that, is, was money mindset then something that was that you really struggled with? Yeah, it was. And so when we were at that rock bottom where my husband had lost his income, I was going on maternity leave. Like we were in a really tricky spot. Mm. We were homeowners at the time and we were in a house where we couldn't renovate it because we didn't have my husband's income. I was on maternity leave, but we wanted to have another baby. And we thought for the foreseeable future, we weren't actually going to be able to change that for us, like, and we felt very stuck with our goals and where we wanted to get to. And so we actually enrolled in a program called Cashflow Co. They are an incredible personal finance um, program that you can do. I highly recommend anyone that wants to sort out their personal finances to get in contact with them. Um, but what that did was that really helped us to learn how to manage our money and make different decisions from a mindset point of view. And one of the biggest things that I thought as a mindset was that we had to be homeowners Mm. and that, you know, that was, you know, the Aussie dream and we had to own our home. And it wasn't until we sat down with them and did a real values workshop that we realized, or they were saying, you know, what do you want with a home? Like, and I started listing off, you know, I want four bedrooms and an extra lounge and, you know, these things. And they're like, well, do you have to own the home to have that? Mm. And I was like, oh, my God, no, not really. And then so we actually decided to sell our house in and we put it on the market. We actually made great money from our home and it fueled all of our gold bank accounts. We had an investment portfolio then, like a six-figure share portfolio, and we were then living our dream lifestyle in a way in a house that actually served us we weren't homeowners but we didn't need to be so that was a huge mindset shift in itself of what actually I had to be to then um 
leave the lifestyle that I valued. But then the second mindset was we all have different mindsets that we pick up as children. But something yes. that I always, a theme that I always carried through my childhood was money comes to me, but then money leaves me just as quickly. Yeah. And I'd found that in my whole life. I'd always have money to do the things that I wanted to do, but then the money would be gone and I'd be back to hustling again. So it wasn't until I really learned about the power of money mindset, the themes that we've picked up throughout our childhood, that I became obsessed with it, that our mindset really controls what we achieve and what we do in our life. Mm-hmm. And so it's by changing my mindset and realizing that, as you said before, like I'm safe to make more money. Money is here with me all of the time. You know, money comes to me in abundance. By changing those beliefs that I had, my whole life has changed. And so now I'm obsessed with just helping other women to realize that it's possible for them too. Oh gosh, I love that. And I just, you know, it is, it's, it can be such a blocker. And I just think it's so it was always that so taboo that you couldn't talk about money. And I was so proudly recently I went and I sat with my girlfriends and we were sitting on on my friend's, you know, apartment balcony and we were chatting. One of them had just bought her home. I was about to have my baby, but we were talking about, you know, refin- how we've been running, refining, refinancing our mortgage and how we were getting a car through the business and how my investment property had worked. And then, you know, our other friend was talking about how she had been like looking at her finances when it might be possible for her to buy a house. She has just bought an apartment. And so we are three women who bought property on our own. And I just said, how awesome is it that we're sitting here and having these conversations? Like, you know, independent women, but like, you know, but also that it was just okay. And we were talking like real numbers, you know, real honest about our bank accounts. And it's just that time of going that it's, it's oh, we can't talk about money or, oh, it's, it's, oh, it's taboo. It's like, no, like it's really empowering to have these honest comments. And you and I were doing it just before, talking about money in our business and it's not all these smoke and mirrors and you don't need to necessarily broadcast that onto our channels or like I made this much money today. But it's like, you know, fact, I make money. You know, people always say to me when I travel, like, how do you do it and stuff? And I'm like, I think I, you don't realize I work quite hard and I actually make qu- quite a good income and I like to spend it on my travel. But it's like, you know, how do you think it happens? It doesn't fall off a tree, but... It's like it's okay to talk about this stuff and it's okay to dream. And like you said before, it's okay to want more for yourself and to have wealth and not – I like calling it wealth and not not money. It's like wealth and wealth means goodness for me, for my family, and for I can help other people too. Yeah, I completely agree. Wealth to me means opportunity, opportunity to experience a big, beautiful life and to create an impact and to give back as well. So it's not a bad thing, as you said, and it's great to talk about money. I talk about money with my girlfriends all of the time. And like you, I grew up in a family where it was taboo. My nan would always say, don't ask about money, it's rude. Um, And that was just the culture and the lifestyle back then. But what we really realised was that because we didn't talk about money, none of us knew how to manage our money. We didn't know how to handle our money and what to do with it. It wasn't even taught in schools. So by us actually changing that mindset and starting to talk about money and talking with our kids about money, then we're actually leading the way for other people and showing them how to create a fabulous life um, for themselves and for other people. I love it. And so you, like you see this in your business and with your coaching, but how do you feel like money mindset is holding women back from showing up in business? Yeah, I think it's huge. I think that women, where money mindset is holding them back is one, not dreaming big enough and not thinking mm. that it's possible for them. 
So that's one thing. But the second thing I see so many women and clients waiting to invest in things when they have the money, but actually it's the reverse in money mindset. You actually have to make the decision and take the action and then the money will show up. And it does. It shows up every single time, but you have to make the decision that it's absolutely happening and you have to laser focus your mindset on it. Like we were talking before, you've got an experience coming up in 2023 that you really are excited to go and you've made the decision, you're committed and you will go. The money will show up for it. Mm. Yeah, exactly. And my gorgeous accountability buddy from Business Club who actually went, I'll say it out loud, I'm going to Necker Island. I'm going with business chicks and it's going to be the most incredible experience and it's been on my bucket list for a while so I'm going and I'm and coming you know, with you yeah and you're coming with me we're yep. doing it Emma listen up put us down on the list um exactly. but you know she said to me she's like yep cool you're going how are we going to get that number and I did it was like cool this is the amount of money this is the amount of days I could do like if I put this like you know this is on a real basic level it's like you know put this much money away a day and by the time I go I could have that and she's like yep you could do that. She's like, how many people do we need to get into your program for you to go? And I was like, oh, cool. This many numbers. She's like, cool. That's what we're doing then. And it was like so nice to like talk the figures and talk the numbers and then to manifest that. And it's like, yeah, I'm spending that money. So I'm going to make that money and it's going to come. And I had that, I had a great one of that. It was, um, we, my husband was in a car accident, minor, but rode off the car. So we had to buy a car really quickly and we bought a secondhand car And in the past it was his car, but I was like, no, I really want to share this car and I want us to both pay for it. But right that time I didn't have the money. So he put the money forward, but I then owed him. So it was $6,000, my half. And I got in the shower and I went, all right, I need $6,000. I need $6,000. I'm going to pay for my half. And literally after that, I was driving somewhere. I got a phone call from one of my old clients saying, someone's going away for a month. Would you be up for doing a contract and coming in and covering her? It was $1,500 a week for four weeks, $6,000. See? That day. Yeah. And this is the magic of it. It actually happened. You just, you did it. You made the decision and you took the action by putting out there, okay, I need to make it money. And the opportunity came in and it does. These opportunities come in all the time. I have this great spreadsheet that is part of my one-on-one in my group program where it's projecting your revenue and it's mm. putting all of your income streams in there and, and putting the amount of people that you need to get and you can... It, automatically calculates the revenue of the year and it is so expanding because you can Mm. actually see what is possible to create so I highly suggest as well that people do that they look into okay what if I was to get this many clients and do these things what actually can I create for the year because it's mind-blowing and I promise me I promise you sorry that these things will actually start happening. You'll start filling up your programs when you make that decision like you did Em and you claim what you're really wanting to create. I love it. And it's so, I actually find it really fun. And I was talking to um, one of my sort of colleagues about it recently. I was like, let's do it together. Like it's actually really fun. And just keep thinking in my head, it's like, it's sexy, like empowering and owning your money and dreaming and like going big. It's sexy. And it's like, it's attractive. And, and I love, and if there's times where I'm in stress and I'm like, okay, I'll just get out the pen and paper, um, pen and paper kind of, I love online stuff, but I'll just get the pen and paper and physically write it. And I'm like, what do I need right now? What do I want to work towards? What's it? Like what's, you know, it's like that $6,000. And I did it for another time. We were going on a trip. We were going away for eight weeks. It was a really slow work time. 
and I was and I acknowledged the fear too. I think that's something important. It's like to just not be like it'll come and it's amazing and I'm all positive and da, da. and also that this isn't just magic. Like I yes that happened and I got that work, but I then had to do the work. You know, I had exactly. to do four weeks of work. And with these clients coming into my program, I don't just go woohoo made all that money. See you later. Like we do the work. We deliver. We serve, I love this one, we serve so we deserve. You know, so we're, we're showing up and doing the things, but, you know, but you've got to ask for it. And I, so I had this time where, yeah, I was going away for seven weeks. I was like, okay, I've got that, plus living, cost plus, da, 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 wrote it all down. I need $30,000 in three months. I need that, that's what I need to cover that time, to have this amazing trip and to feel, you know, and to be comfortable, not, not scraping by every day. And I made $32,000. Yeah. And it's, it's just insane, like, insane, yeah, and it? it but then I'm like, why didn't I say 50? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's why it's my limiting. That's, like, that's when I'm like, I actually need this. So that's where it's like, can we add in where's, where's the, the dreaming bit and where's the big bit? That's, that's where I would love to get to. Yes. And that is what I love to talk to women about. And also I'm doing for myself. I've signed myself up to a six figure mastermind next year. And because it's like that dreaming big, like we almost put a ceiling on ourselves of what Mm. we think we could achieve. Like, but that's actually not a goal. We actually need, what's the goal further than the goal that we actually think is really unachievable because that's what we're capable of, but we have to open up our mindset to that. And I love how you said before about money feeling sexy and money feeling fun. Because that means that you're living in abundance and you're in a really good energy with money. I come across so many clients and I know I've been here before where money actually felt really sticky, money felt heavy, money didn't feel good. And when you're feeling that way and you're in that energy, you're actually repelling money in abundance to be able to come to you because you're physically not open to money because you're like, no, money scares me, stay away. Yeah. When that's not actually our intention, but that's what we're putting out there. And so the fact that you're then being like, no, 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 money's fun, money's great, I'm going to be empowered by money, that is opening the floodgates basically to your abundance. So that's a really good tip for anyone that, you know, does feel sticky. It's going, okay, no, I've realised that I feel sticky, but I'm going to go and do something about it. So how can I get some support around my finances? How can I surround myself with people that are doing the things that I want to have so that I can start to get in that energy that you were talking about of the fun and the sexy because that's where we need to be playing to be aligning with the things that we want to have. Well, and it's, you know, like I've got a VA and I get a lot of support in my business, but one thing that I won't outsource is invoicing. I love invoicing. I love going my zero. I love that part of like, and I will make time for it. <laughs> you know, and it might be the end of the day, but if I've got a client saying, yep, I want to pay you, you bet your ass, the fastest thing I will do is get on that invoice. And it's really lovely. It's like, yes, awesome. Sending that out and then the money coming in. It's such, it's fun. Like I actually like that part. Tax, bookkeeping, that's a whole nother story. But the, but the actual, you know, this is the time that I get to, I get to receive the money. And so that's something that I won't outsource. I really like doing that. And it's like, it can be fun to look at the numbers because like you said before, you can see them as opportunity. And so we're talking about people not showing up, but you and I both know why we're here. Personal brand and your brand is important. So how do you practice showing up yourself? Yeah. So I show up in a few different ways. I show up on my podcast and that is where I show up definitely the most consistently. And I put my heart and soul into my podcast Mm. with the guests that I interview, also my solo episodes. I feel like on my podcast is where people can really get to know me and who I am and what I care about and, and where I serve the best. 
then obviously Instagram is an area for me. But my website actually, funnily enough, actually, if you were to go to my website, it does showcase me in my personal brand better than anywhere else, I believe. From a visual point of view, you can go to my website and you can really see who I am, what I care about, and my branding, my colours. And that website actually took a lot of time and effort for me Mm. to, I I bought a template, a show it template, and I created it myself. Um, But I'm really proud of my website now. And I think that's where I do show up really well. And people get to know me on the podcast. They might see me on my Instagram, but my website actually usually, um, usually is the converter for me, funnily enough. So good. And it's, something we talked about on our episode, which I'll put in the show notes, um, because I think people would really enjoy that too. And talking about from a different perspective, but yeah, I I said the same when I went to your website, like I, I, I had seen your name in the business club and then I went into your website and, you know, it's already starting to build a relationship and I can see your beautiful warm face and I can see that you have a family and I can see that, um, what you're talking about and, um, you know, I feel engaged with you. And then we had a chat and it's just like building on those layers. And so, by the time that somebody works with you, they've already started to know you and it feels like it's just like catching up, you know, catching up. And it's like, oh, hey, Amy, how are you? And you're like, oh, wait a minute. I don't really know you, but you do know them because you show up so well and you've shown yourself without, you know, you haven't bared all, but you've shown enough and authentically that we do get to know you. I completely agree. And actually something that I'm really proud of is I do have a really high conversion rate. So if when I have a discovery call with someone, I have a really high conversion rate of actually them then coming and working with me. And I think that is because and the feedback that I get is because they do feel like they already know me. They've listened to me on the podcast. Mm. They've seen my Instagram and I guess, you know, everyday little things that I'm doing. They see my website and they get a really good understanding of I guess, who I am and my services and I put my price out there as well. So by the time they actually get onto that phone call, they've really decided that they want to work with me and they have a few other, you know, little questions that they want answered or, you know, just to be clear that it's going to work for them. Um, But I feel like that is totally attributed to personal branding for sure. Yeah, that's where it is. Like the the no like trust, that's already there. And then that chat is just confirming it. Yep. That's she's all the things I thought she was. Whereas it can go totally the wrong way. And I've had that of seeing somebody's photos, seeing their website, then seeing them do a masterclass, seeing, oh, that's and it's not it's not just about a visual thing, but it was a bit of it. It was like, oh, all your photos are quite glamorized. And then I saw you in the masterclass and I was like, oh, I didn't even like actually recognize you. It took me a second. And then, okay, but I showed, like, liked what you're saying, da, da da da. And then it was like, oh, connect with me on LinkedIn and like happy to do a chat anytime. Cool. Did that. But then on the phone call, it's like, hey, yep, but like, oh, I was trying to call you before, da, da. and I was like, oh, whoa, like, and each time, each interaction, I got less and less of that sort of personable thing that I thought I got from the first time to the point where I was like, oh, and it was really off-putting and it really, and it killed the trust. And Definitely. for me, it's like, I just, yeah, I was like, oh, ow. And it was really sort of, yeah, off-putting. So it can go in reverse. And that's where, like, I think for people, when, when I talk about showing up, sometimes they do just think about that social media thing. But it's the in-person, it's on the phone, it's in your email. Like, when I read your emails, when I read your website copy, I should hear Amy, you know. And if I don't, and if there's a sort of a disconnect between like, or you have this really lovely chat and then you send them like a really formal, like we're going to work together and this is how it works. And I'm super professional. I'll be like, Whoa, I just had this really awesome warm chat with Amy. who's going to help me change my mindset. And now she's being like super 
like stringent and I don't know, bossy and <laughs> like yeah. sharp, that's not going to, that's going to be like, oh, wait a minute. I don't know about this, you know? So Absolutely not. I think where people go wrong is that they create a persona for themselves that is not themselves. Mm-hmm. And that is something that I definitely set out not to do. I think that I am myself wherever I show up. I mean, I swear too much. <laughs> I, am quite I can vulnerable. see you censoring yourself. I can put the explicit label on. I should have said that before. You're okay. You say what you need to say. <laughs> yeah, I swear too much. Like, and I don't mean to, but it's just naturally me. I'm a swearer. It just yeah. Uh, there's an F-bomb that will happen probably by the end of this podcast. I'll try not to, um, <laughs> which is me centering myself. But when it's called for, I will do that. Um, but also I am vulnerable with things that don't work well. And I think people try and be too perfect and show themselves, as you said before, that glamorous photo shoot. But if then actual personality is not coming through, as you said, you're not going to know who they are and the perfect doesn't last because no one can be perfect mm all of the time and so if you're putting that out there it's a really hard bar to you know live up to all the time and you're probably going to end up being really miserable so I think just being yourself and letting your quirks stand out is probably what's going to really work for you at the end of the day yeah and that doesn't mean you can't do it like I you and I would be pot kettle black we said that like you can do a like a professional shoot but it should still look like you and it should be that you know, we get to see you and we get to feel the essence of you. Like, of course you want to look nice and things like that, but you know, it's just, it's, it's about, it's more about the message behind it, isn't it? And about that, you know, how, how you feel the energy that comes through. That's, that's the consistency and that's the brand. And I mean, you gave us one before, but do you have, do you have any other examples of times that your personal brand has really helped, especially since, you know, you did, you know, I didn't even know that about you, that you had that corporate business which was probably more of a business brand and then now you've stepped into working under yourself yeah so my personal brand helps me a lot actually in terms of well my website again it helped me to secure some corporate workshops that I didn't pitch at all people I had someone call me and say hey I've seen your website it looks really aligned with what we really want to teach Mm. our staff and our teams and and for these events that we're going to offer out to the public would you be willing to come and teach a few workshops and it wasn't even actually completely aligned with what I did but because they saw my personal brand I guess on my website and who I was they checked me out on my podcast as well they thought that I was the right person to go and teach their people so I think that has served me as well also by having a podcast that definitely helps me to have lots of opportunities with networking with people that I probably wouldn't have the opportunity to otherwise there's something about a podcast that people actually like love I think it sets you apart in a way from just having your Instagram which I'm not telling everybody to go and start a podcast find no, no. a thing because there are people are gifted in different ways some people are really good at talking some people are really good at YouTube some people are really good at reels I suck at reels I really suck at reels <laughs> I'm hoping to take away that limiting belief and get better at it one day but um, <laughs> find your lane and really go for it and I yeah. think that's where people will then see you shining bright in that space yeah, and no, I think that's yeah, totally, and that's what I was going to be like, please don't everyone go out and think you need to spend thousands or, or hours on all these things. Like it's for some people that will never be the thing, but finding what it comes more easily to you or what you feel is going to connect. And even for like some of my clients, like they didn't even have that confidence or that 
belief or that knowing of who they were enough to send an email putting themselves forward. Like that's might be where you're starting is showing up and going, I'm going to email and reach out to three clients this week. Or one of my big top tips is, uh, which I shared with the audience too, is like asking for testimonials and recommendations. Like when did you last ask somebody to say something nice about you and about the way you work and about how you show up? Like that can be a way that you show up. But, you know, you and I talked about it before offline. It's don't think as, as well that this just, that Amy and I are just super confident and like we just got it all together and we're up in our ivory towers and just sh- putting all this content out there. Like I have on my wall a card saying I am fearless and I needed that this week because I was feeling the fear. And you've had, you said you've had recently a patch where showing up, it does take a lot and it was harder. Yeah, absolutely. Nobody has it all put together, but what it does take is actually starting to show up. I was saying that before where when you do have a little break, you actually have to almost start again of getting back up there. I find that showing up and creating content takes consistency and your mm-hmm. confidence comes through taking that action and consistently doing it because you start to feel more comf- competent when you feeling more competent, you build confidence and it only comes through the action and actually doing, I mean, it's going to be really messy at the start with yes. you know, putting yourself out there, sending those emails. It's never going to be pretty, but what it does is you get better and better and better every time you do it. I remember when I first did my first recording for my podcast, I could hardly get my words out. Oh my goodness. I was so <laughs> nervous, but now I can comfortably speak without really feeling nervous at all. And it's only it's enjoyable. because it's enjoyable. I love it. And it's only because I just kept showing up and consistently doing it, which then builds that confidence. Absolutely. Oh, I love it. Speaking my language. Now tell us, is there one tip for the audience if they were looking to get started in shifting their mindset around money? I know that's kind of a loaded, massive question. Like sign up to my course. (laughs) No, I am obviously, I'd love you to sign up to my program. I've got a money mastery group program starting, but actually I want to go like really granular level here. What I would actually suggest is that you start thinking about your future vision of what you really want for your life Mm -hmm. um, and start thinking big, like really think big about what it is and think who you are. Like, what am I wearing when I'm that person? What am I doing in my lifestyle? Mm -hmm. Who am I hanging around with? And then once you're really clear about what that is and who you are, don't wait, start implementing those things right now. So if you imagine yourself to be, you know, wearing fancy clothes and styling your hair a certain way, I want you to actually start doing those things right now because you're not going to open your door and walk out of it and actually be in this fabulous new lifestyle. It takes action and actually starting to implement those things. And I'm probably going to get a whole heap of people thinking, oh, my God, but I haven't got the money to do those things now. I'm not telling you to go and become broke. However, I because and that's why I teach about money mastery and managing your finances because I totally believe that to be able to take risks confidently, you need to have your foundation set up and that security blanket in your life so that you can not be feeling like everything that you're doing, you're not going to be able to, you're going to lose your home or you're not going to be able to feed your kids. We don't want that for you. But going back to what I was saying before, what you can do is buy an outfit that makes you feel sexy. It tailors to your body. It might not be Chanel or whatever yeah. brand that you really aspire to, but it makes you feel fabulous. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you might dream of having flowers delivered to your house every week. 
go to the farmer's market and buy a $10 bunch or go and pick some flowers from a neighbor's garden. Start to do those things and create that beautiful lifestyle that you imagine now in the most economic way that you can because, trust me, with that action, you are then going to start to be that person. It's not a pipe dream anymore. You are Mm. her. And that's what I really want for you. I want you to be able to start living and experiencing that dream lifestyle, but the only way to get there is to actually start doing it. Oh my gosh. I'm just like, like, cause obviously we're on, we're not obvious, but we're on video and you're talking to me and I'm like, yes, Amy, yes, I'm going to do like, this is so great. This has just been, you know, so helpful for me. And I know there's so much value in this for everyone. You're, you're incredible. Um, actually my lipstick right here is called empowered. So I'm feeling very empowered. Oh, I love that. I know. Uh, so tell us though. Yeah, you do have this, your amazing course launching again soon. Can you tell us a bit about that? Yeah, sure. So the third round of Money Mastery launches in November and it's a really special program that I've been crafting um, every time it just gets better and better. And I'm really excited about this one. Em is actually going to come and teach a masterclass on personal branding. So not only are you going to learn about how to actually manage your money and we're going to be there, there's implementation sessions where you actually set up these accounts and I teach you step-by-step how to do it. And I'm also bringing in a guest expert who is a profit first mastery professional Mm. he's going to actually be there to guide you as well Um, but we go deep onto into money mindset figuring out what your money beliefs are and then obviously I give you all the practices and the things that you need to be able to step into that next level of your business and your lifestyle we've got guest experts coming to teach you about PR social media Um, we've got a Hollywood actor coming to talk to you about how to show up and shine Um, So it's a really special program. I'm launching it in November. So there's a couple of weeks to go and I'd love you to come and join me. Oh, wow. Oh, gosh, I'm so excited. I can't wait to meet your beautiful group as well and, and, and have that opportunity to share with them too. It's it's beautiful to be able to partner with you and it's just been such a blessing to meet you. How can people connect with you and contact you? Thanks, Em. So I've got my podcast, The Choice with Amy Bet. You can find me on Instagram. My handle is Bet underscore. It's A-M-Y-B-E-T-T with an underscore. People are like, is it Bets? Bets? No, it's just Bet. <laughs> um, and then you've my website, amybet.com. So I'd love you to come and connect with me. Thank you. Thank you so much for your time today and just so many pearls of wisdom. It is always a pleasure to speak with you and you have just, as I said, empowering women, giving this gift, making money fun and sexy and available. I love it. Thank you, Amy. Thank you, Emma. It's been my absolute pleasure. Thank you for joining me today for another episode of Live and Love Your Brand. I'm so grateful that you've shared your time by listening today. That means so much to me. And if you're loving what you're learning, I would be so appreciative if you'd leave a review, rate this podcast and subscribe. It really shows me that you care, but it also helps other listeners to find us too. Again, please be sure to connect with me. I love hearing from you and getting to know your story. You can connect with me on Instagram at lovelycoms, Facebook, lovely communications and please do join the gorgeous community live and love your brand our facebook group or if you're ready to take action now and want to improve how you show up in the world with your brand then head on over to lovelycommunications.com again lovely is l-o-v-e double l-y communications.com to learn how you can work with me my clients have gone on to experience opportunities that they could never have dreamed of 
from starting businesses to taking leadership in their own life. They have found the confidence to stand in who they are and to go wholeheartedly after what they truly want in life. And I want that for you too. If you're ready to invest in yourself and reconnect with who you are, then let's chat. Thank you again for listening. Now go into the world and share the beauty that is the uniqueness of you. Catch you next week, lovely.